0: Hey companions, uh, this is Peter. And this is Tom. And this is a pre-recorded episode from our pr- former feed, TV Ape My Brain. So, uh, this episode is still there, but we decided to put these on Cobra Kai Companion. So that way you guys get to hear all the stuff that we have done previously. Yes.
1: Basically, it's the same, uh, Tom and Peter, same show, just a little bit more directly, uh, fed to you. And here it is.
0: Welcome to TV My Brain, the official TV podcast of Core Temparts, uh, the Cobra Kai edition. Uh, This episode is going to cover Episode 5, Counterbalance. And I am Peter, also host of Paul Staucik. And I'm Tom. I'm the co-host of Jake and Tom Conquer the World. Yep. And we are uh, paired, pairing up for the coverage of Cobra Kai because we also both uh, covered the Karate Kid movies on Paul Stalgic a little over a year ago, so check that out or in the show notes. So uh we're here to talk about Cobra Kai, the YouTube Red exclusive series. In this episode, Daniel tries to strike a shady deal to undermine Johnny's dojo. Meanwhile, Johnny expands his enrollment ranks in the dojo. Miguel puts his karate practice into reality as Samantha faces rejection in school. And we're just gonna go ahead and jump right into it as we have in the previous episodes. Uh we got Miguel, uh Miggy. Uh he wakes up here and starts doing uh some morning routines. You know, he's gotten his push ups down, you know, we see in his face that he's, you know, focused. And I like one of these uh training techniques here where he's dodging a pitching machine. Which seems a little risky at best. <laughs> Very risky. But uh, I, I understand the idea of it, you know, to train the reflexes and stuff like that. But unless he's got that pitching at a very low uh, speed, I feel it's still really fast. Yeah. I mean, even tennis balls would be r- kind of risky. Yeah. Yeah. And you're using a racket and you're distancing yourself from the actual ball. This one, you have to block them. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> this is Johnny Lawrence we're talking about. I was going to say, <laughs> this is Johnny Lawrence. Right. Right. So, yeah, just different types of training at the dojo. Um And there's a little uh, bout that they have, a little sparring here. And he sweeps Johnny, gets a little uh, kick in there. I-, I-, I like that. And then Johnny, he uh, activates like that pitching machine and <laughs> hits Miguel with it. <laughs> and you know what? Johnny's actually
1: kind of right. Miguel was complaining that it wasn't fair. And he's like, well, you know what? That could have been your enemy's buddy coming up behind
0: you. Right. No, Fights I get it. aren't fair. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty funny. But uh, I, again, like, hey you know like johnny this this is his first student, you know we gotta remember that too, so everything he's doing is not only is it unorthodox but he's never like had any trial and error. he's just remembering everything that he's kind of gone through, and we're just gonna get right into it. We're not gonna work up to it, you're just gonna get hit with it hard, you know and yes. and you know how you approach it you know is gonna be on you as a student, so I do like that, uh, but we also find out that um. I don't understand, like, the uh, the uh use of this word, but there's a sublet, right, for the dojo, and he's allowing some women to come, like, come in and do yoga? <laughs> to, yes. To help pay uh, the rent? Sublet? That, yes. I don't I don't know that term.
1: Uh He's basically allowing, he's letting them use
0: his space in exchange for money so he can afford the payments. Right. So kind of like rent, you know, like a certain block of hours you can have, but you got to pay a fee. Correct. Yeah, kind of, kind of interesting that uh, th- there's clearly a um a command, not command, demand for for some yoga, and nobody wanted to. Well, maybe I don't know. I think it'd be funnier if uh, well, clearly not only is there more demand, but I'm willing to bet they have a better advertising scheme. Oh, sure, I I would think so. Yeah, or they need to change their geese. Uh, I would imagine, and then perhaps Cobra Kai would be on the same level. So, uh, and I like this little last comment and then the scene ends, but they're like, Oh, we need to transfer like this energy. (laughs) Like it doesn't feel good inside the Cobra Kai. (laughs) That was funny. So, um, Daniel is having dinner with a man named Ormond, uh, and he kind of needs a favor. We we don't really kind of know what it is, but we also find out that, um, Sam, she was supposed to go to a concert with, uh, Yasmin and Moon, but she shows her mom that, they were already at the concert without her. Apparently they haven't been answering her text messages. Yeah, it sounds like something that those little bitches would do. Yeah, and we don't know what's going on just yet. Uh, but even I, like when it happened, I go, wait, what does she do to them? You know? So, um, because the only thing is they, uh, more so Yasmin has been very mean to Aisha, you know, did the whole video thing, uh, and I know Sam has been talking to Aisha on the side and, you know, still trying to be cordial with her. So at this point, I was just like, yeah, what, what is going on here? Why are they avoiding her text messages? So, uh, we get Antonio drinking butter or something. <laughs> I thought that was a little weird. Oh, it's, kid. it's funny, but I was just like, oh, you know, it's like the cholesterol is just. Well,
1: they, they, were, they were, they were definitely going out of the way to show that Antonio is the complete opposite of Daniel. Not right. only okay. is he entitled and spoiled, but he is also very, very uh, slovenly, very fat, doesn't care about his body at all.
0: Yeah. Oh, butter. Could have been something else. I mean, why Why wasn't he just like an obsessive eater, you know? Like, hey, maybe we should eat half of what's on your plate, but the butter, a little much. But... um, yeah. I do like the little back and forth that he has with Armand's kid. You know, he uh, he's like, oh, you know, my da- I, I, I kind of forget the exact words. But basically, they were like doing a pissing contest about their dads. And then mm-hmm. Antonio's like, oh, yeah, my dad knows the karate. He can kill your dad. <laughs> and, like the, the kid just like looks down. <laughs> kind of hard to top that. Hard to top that. But as shitty as Antonio is, he still thinks his dad's cool because of the karate. He may not say yeah. it, but we hear it right here. Like, you know, like oh, my dad knows the karate. Kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. So, um, Daniel is looking to buy some property, mentions the, the strip mall in Reseda. And uh, yeah, Ar- Armand, he, I guess he, uh, is the, uh, landlord or whatever it is. And he's like, oh yeah, that snake dojo. <laughs> like, nobody knows what a cobra is. Come on. It now, does look like this, a rattlesnake though. I, I'll, this admit. was,
1: in my opinion, when Daniel started to truly cross into villain territory. Break bad, would you say? Yes, absolutely. There you go. Yep. Because he uh, is clearly just going out of his way to be a negative force in Johnny's life.
0: And this is the episode where I hate Daniel the most because of this. Yeah. Yeah. He is literally going out of his way to, this is a a big ruse here. It isn't, it's not just taking a, um, you know, calling up and ordering freaking sausages. You know, you're, you're about to destroy somebody here.
1: Yeah. And, um. I don't. The thing that I find interesting is that he still is justifying it in his head that he's doing it for the good of the kids. It right. has nothing to do with the kids at all. You know, it, it's you trying to settle a score that you already settled almost thirty five years ago. Yep. So screw you, Daniel.
0: Yep. Uh, what what is that hashtag? Uh, well, it, I guess it doesn't apply here. But hashtag we, mind your own goddamn yeah, business, business, Daniel. Yep, there you go. <laughs> So Robbie, uh, he offers to, uh, stay in with Shannon and, you know, just dine in, but she's going out. You know, she says, uh, it's hard to find a good man, you know, because, you know, clearly it didn't work out with, with Johnny. And so, uh, you know, she's in the dating life there and, you know, she mentions to Robbie that, you know, she had recently seen him and thinks that he's trying to get out of child support that, you know, this is some, some sort of, you know, it's just a ruse you know she doesn't she doesn't believe that he really wants to take Robbie in and and make things better um but you know we get the sense that Robbie's not happy to be there with Shannon either no no he's clearly just waiting until he can be emancipated yeah and that's that's uh what we're going to get from this episode is uh seeing how Robbie also doesn't want to be at home with his mom so that's coming soon so Johnny teaches uh Miguel uh only uh, reason to hit someone is to inflict pain. Very much the opposite of what Miyaki taught uh, Daniel. Yes. For defense only. No. um,
1: But it's kind of hard to argue that because, I mean, I don't know if you've ever had any firearm experience. In the military. But, uh, okay, yeah. So the uh, whole purpose of a gun is to kill something. Yes. You don't. You don't point it at anything that you don't want to kill. That's correct. I think that what
0: Johnny was trying to say was, you need to be careful with this. Or at least that's what he should be meaning. Right. And, you know, he's he's not PC, so obviously the things he says isn't really well thought out. You know, it's no. kind of like he's trying to make a point, but maybe the way he's saying it isn't coming out correctly. Correct. So, Aisha, she comes to sign up for karate, but Johnny says, no women in karate. You know, that's why they don't have women in the army. (laughs) Again, Uh, Johnny's
1: not the brightest bulb on the tree.
0: Yeah, he is. I mean, you mentioned in the last episode, maybe he doesn't watch the news. And on the news, we've had women in the military for years, decades. Come on, Johnny. (laughs) Uh, Even before the 80s. You know, uh you know, back in the in the forties even I mean, the women have been in the military for a long time. But I yes. think what he really means is on the front line, which is also not uh correct. You know, they are there as well now. Absolutely. Just out of touch. So I've served with many women uh overseas. So uh but yeah, I, I thought I thought it's funny, you know, but Miguel, he's just like look, uh I don't think that's right, you know, you shouldn't be you know, basically uh, excluding them just because they're women, you know. And also, this is where we find out that Aisha, you know, she comes from money. Her her dad, this is where he says her dad's like a football player. And so, he can, you know, Johnny could use the money. So, why turn her around, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Johnny reconsiders. He's like, look, just don't act like a girl. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> you know, they go over what that means. But I thought that was kind of funny. And now, this is the heartbreaking part. You know, she talks about being cyberbullied uh she's saying how you know there's people making fake accounts and saying you know telling her that she's ugly to go kill herself so again this like the last episode we talked and preached about cyber cyberbullying any type of bullying there's there's no point okay there, there there's just really no point in it and this is just heartbreaking some of the things that she's saying cuz this stuff happens it does and it does and this is what I like about Johnny you know even he knows that it's wrong and he's like what a but it's a little bit different because he's like, what a bunch of pussies, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because they're like sitting behind a computer. He's like, you know, I'm the one who would be like up in their face and 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 all of that. So, uh, you know, his his heart was kind of in the right place. It but was. his approach was a little bit different. It was. But yeah. he's, all, he's very right because it's
1: mm-hmm. easy to hide behind a keyboard and a monitor and not really face the consequences of your actions. It doesn't matter if you're an asshole to somebody at school, if you're just an asshole in a comment section, it's a very easy pussy way to go through things.
0: It is. And, you know, he's from the old school where that wasn't a thing. You know, the the the, the term troll, that became because of people like that, the fake accounts and all of that, you know, internet trolls. That's mm-hmm. new stuff that um Johnny is not privy to. So... So I I like him making that comment out, you know, and hopefully it is a message for those that do that on social media. Uh, But I do like what he says about how, you know, she'll be sending a message back with her, but with her fists. So I I thought that was good. Again, just great, uh, great writing. A lot of good uh, lines on here. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to
1: kind of get this right out of the way. Aisha may be my second favorite character of the entire show, other than Really? Yes. What about,
0: what about Miguel? I think you're gonna to reserve go- your opinion on that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me, let me think about this. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say third. Uh, gosh, it's, it's hard. Okay. It was a tie between her and Miguel up until
1: the entire thing was wrapped up, but I don't want to go any further than that.
0: Okay. Um, what if I gave you the order of my, favorite characters without any context. Okay. Okay. So Johnny would be my favorite. Uh, I, f- I think um, I'm going to put Sam second and then maybe the mom third and then Aisha. Maybe okay. Aisha before the mom.
1: I, th- I think the reason why I like Aisha the best is other than Johnny, I think she has the best arc where she okay. started in one place and ended up in a very different place and you see that journey through her.
0: Okay. Uh, I, I We're definitely looking at it differently. And I like that a lot. Uh, I think where I was going is um, maybe their characters on screen. But I like what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you know, her arc and all that. And I completely understand that. Not only is
1: she sympathetic because of what the bullies are doing to her, but she's not putting up with it. I mm-hmm. love that.
0: Yeah, it's great. You know, and, uh, yeah, my reasons for liking the, uh, you know, the other uh, uh, female actors are for for different reasons. You know, I definitely love that about Aisha, you know, but with Sam, I think she's a great, great young woman, you know? Um, Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. She's a a fine lady. Yeah. But I think that Aisha is definitely a lot more proactive.
0: Yes. And her character is just a little, has more depth. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know, like... You know, anybody could be a good character. Anyone could be a good doctor. But the stuff that Aisha has to go through, endure, and the the things that they do to her, yeah. And, and frankly, the way that she takes to Cobra Kai, I couldn't
1: help but laugh.
0: It's a different approach, and it's yes. great. Yeah, <laughs> I I love that character. I, I I really hope we get to see more of her. I hope so too. Um, and uh, yeah, I like what you're saying about that. She's. It's not, it's not Cobra Kai. She's looking at It's a karate dojo. It's exactly. the only one in town. Yep. You know, there's no baggage of, you know, the, the name or anything like that. So yeah, she's coming at it as, as any student who wants to learn karate would. Mm-hmm. No, she's a very cool character. So we get a little phone conversation between Armand and uh, Daniel. And Armand thinks, uh, there's something going on here. He smells something fishy and, uh, says that he's not going to sell uh to to daniel and i forget what it is that daniel says exactly but it may um uh it, it makes Armand basically decide to uh to double the rent or maybe daniel gives him that idea and you know he plays like little uh inception kind either of, kind way of he's an asshole yeah yes <laughs> just to add to that Um uh, but yeah it's ugh, i hate him in this episode yeah I yeah
1: he's he's
0: the shits yes uh, Yaz and Moon are smoking some weed in the car, and Moon's mom gave it to her. Wow. That's not unheard of, especially no, in you're right. these days where
1: the attitude toward marijuana is a lot more relaxed. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily responsible,
0: but it's no. not unheard of. Yep. I agree with you there. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, we, they're just adding a little bit more depth to her character. We don't get a lot of her at all in this, but I think the moments with her, we get some stuff. Some some are just kind of neutral. Like it's like, eh, but they're, they're telling us stuff and some are good and whatever. But, you know, we just understand that she comes from a free spirited family. And I think, um, yeah, she I, says as much. I don't
1: think it's even a free spirited family as much as it's a self-centered, self-absorbed family that doesn't have to
0: deal with a lot of consequences in their life okay uh let's see the homeless lady my one of my favorite characters <laughs> <laughs> she's hovering around the car and she's yeah, like don't make any eye contact and i think we all know what that's like right you are at a red light and there's a homeless person right there or somebody just wants some money with a sign you make that eye contact they're gonna walk to you mm-hmm. but on the other hand
1: only they were in this magical device that could instantly transport them away from this person who's on foot. You mean like a car? Yeah, exactly like a car. <laughs> You're right.
0: But you know what? They're probably high, you know? And they, they, they're they not thinking that because she's just like, lock the doors. <laughs> that's their first go-to, right? So that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that she was just too high to even think to drive off. And you know what? Maybe she shouldn't drive off if she's high, you know? That that's true. That is very true. So, but this is pretty funny too, because Sam out of nowhere <laughs> hops into the back seat. And they immediately thought it was another homeless woman. Yes. So that was kind of funny. But uh we find out here that Kyler has been spreading rumors around the school. Uh, basically, says that Sam gave him a blowjob in the theater. So that's why the girls won't speak to her. I guess it's possible. I think Kyler might have said that you know uh, things didn't go well with them, and maybe they, you know, Kyler is a, you know it's a friend of theirs, right? She's newer to that clique, so they're they're probably gonna take Kyler's word over hers, and now that's why they're acting this way to her.
1: Yeah, that I I think it's just any excuse to act like little bitches. They're gonna take.
0: Yeah. So we get a scene uh with Aisha and Miguel where they have to spar. What'd you think of this scene? Seeing Aisha, I guess, fight—you know, uh, for lack of a better word—against uh, Miguel.
1: Aisha has definitely studied a lot of WWE because that was straight out of there. Not only, not only in concept, but in execution, where she put all of her weight on the outside knee so that she didn't really hurt him. See, I
0: took it as her father being the football player, and it's like a like a tackle. Yeah, but you don't drop knees in football. Even I know that. Okay. Well, you do know wrestling a lot more than I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, that... I would definitely say you're the expert. So,
1: Oh, I wouldn't go that far, but I, I definitely, <laughs> uh, it's definitely uh, straight out of that playbook.
0: Okay. All right. Maybe her dad's into football and wrestling. So teachers are a few things. And clearly, she knows what to do, right? So she's she's got a little experience here, but uh, I. <laughs> It is so brutal, too, because, you you know, if anybody's seen the teaser or the trailer, you know, you would have seen this the scene as well, where she tackles him, gets up and does like a knee drop, right, to his, I don't know if it was to his groin or his stomach, but it looked like it hurt. So it was filmed really well. Yes,
1: yes. And Johnny's uh reaction was just great, where, you know, she's
0: a natural cobra. Yeah. Did I she, loved she, it. She didn't strike first. Well, did she? Did she? No, she might strike first. Well, no, she she beats him up. So,
1: no, uh, she did not strike first at all. But you know what? She didn't put
0: up with it, right? Uh, and at this moment, Johnny hears uh, some commotion next door, and we find out that I I don't know if we knew this before, but he is now next door to the um the cashier. Like I guess we kind of like maybe figured it out because it's the same strip. But I don't know if we knew he was next door to the convenience store. I did not know if we... Well, I mean, I, when I rewatched the first episode and he's
1: sitting out there eating his street pizza, you can see the four least sign in the okay. window. But that's something that you probably wouldn't pick up on in the first watch. No,
0: not at all. Because even like when he does open up that dojo, it's just kind of like, oh, conveniently there was space there. So there you go. Again... There was a lot of love and time went into developing this story. You know, that's yeah. why we decided to do these episodes individually for stuff like that. We're, you know, if we spent three hours talking about all 10 episodes, we weren't, we may not have brought that up. You no. know what I mean? No. So, all right. So, um, Johnny finds out that Armand is trying to charge some double rent. That's basically it. And again, I hate Daniel.
1: Armand isn't necessarily wrong. But he should have perhaps given more notice.
0: Oh, absolutely! At least give those people the chance to leave exactly. if they don't want to pay that. Yeah, I, I actually, um, you know, with my line of work, uh, I actually overheard uh, a, a coworker of mine mention that uh, a client of his uh, was recently given three days to vacate oh my uh, God. her her business that she's had for nineteen years. Oh, it was either nine or nineteen, but nonetheless. Three days? You're an established business, even at nine years. You know what I mean? And you're given three days to leave? Wow. That's awful. That That is. And, you know, you know, we were kind of discussing it a little bit. Like, there's got to be some kind of legal thing there. But uh, the, the thing is, the, the woman is Latino, and I don't know if she doesn't speak that great of a language, but that barrier there is probably how the landlords are trying to take advantage of it. But, yeah, we heard it, like, yesterday in the morning, and it was just... That's terrible. So
1: um, hopefully someone can be an advocate for that
0: lady. I hope so too. Um but you know, we, we unfortunately we can't step in, but we heard it and we thought that's a super shitty uh situation. Yeah, it is. Uh so Robbie, he is checking out the Cobra Kai website. Uh you know, it's late at night. I think he's curious. You know, I think uh what his mom told him got him. You know, wondering a little bit like, oh, dad's asking for me to go live with him. Let me see what he's trying to do. Right. So he's checking out the website. At Cobra Kai, period. (laughs) C-O-M. All lowercase. Right. W's in the front. (laughs) Um, But she comes home with a man. She's drunk. They don't even see him right there. You know, the light was kind of on. Not the main light. But, you know, it wasn't completely darkness when she got home. But that's how drunk she is. Doesn't even uh, notice him. Yeah. Uh, Not a great example you're sitting there, mom. No, and I think again, it adds to more of him not wanting to be there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Johnny's trying to pawn off some stuff. The guy's like, "This is all trash here." You know, there's like a Sports Illustrated magazine that's kind of been used, well loved, <laughs> well loved. Thank you. And um, he's trying to sell a, Nint- a Nintendo. That's an actual Atari. <laughs> Even I caught that. But he's like, "Oh, that kind of Nintendo." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just i can't, I can't stop laughing at. Uh- <laughs> how like isn't that his like if that was his atari he should have known it was an atari but maybe i, I don't know it, like I, I feel that's what johnny now would say and i don't want to like tease too much what's cu- coming up but i feel like he as a youth would have known that's called an atari you would think so but it's funny but it it could, it could chuckle out of me <laughs> just like uh that's not right. I mean, I'm sure, you know, maybe it doesn't even say, I'm sure it says Atari on there. But anyway, <laughs> the only thing that gets like this pawn dealer's like eye is like some gold plated coins, but even that's not going to get him anything. I think he wanted like 12,000 and the guy's like, okay, yeah, uh, all I need is about 60,000 more of these. Yeah. Yeah. So they are, they're only worth what they're valued at. If that. Yeah. Yeah. It was sad. That was sad. It was. That was the capper. You know, because he really thought he had something there. Yeah. He didn't know. want to bring those out, but desperate times, man. And, and not only that, he wasn't even offering to give up all of them too, only like a few. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's thing. He's like, these are gold, uh, gold plated. <laughs> oh, so sad. So he, uh, he goes back the mini fridge at the dojo's out of beer. So he goes to his next door neighbor and. I almost thought that he wasn't gonna get it anymore because he's been drinking so much of the Coors, but he does find like one last pack in the back. Clearly, he's the only <laughs> one that that buys them. Oh, I think by by the end of the, our coverage, I'm at some point I may have one Coors. I feel like that's going <laughs> to oh, happen. You're a braver man than I am, sir. <laughs> they are. Hey, it's working. This advertising is working. <laughs> <laughs> I am. The more I see it, i was like. You know, like, yeah, can, I think can I might fire of, off of a silver bullet or two. Yeah, I think that's okay. Today might be the day, Tom. Today might be the day. <laughs> and it, if it is, I will have to send you a picture. Because <laughs> I, I, I will be at an event that will have beer. So we'll see. Nice. All right. So uh Daniel shows up. And he's not at uh, hostile for the obvious because you're a dick. And he pays <laughs> for his beer. You know, to kind of even cap it off, and oh my god, I felt so bad for Johnny at this moment. Yeah, yeah. He's he's put
1: two and two together. <sighs> I I I don't know what to say. I mean, Daniel
0: is an asshole. Hashtag uh, mind
1: your own ha- goddamn
0: business, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. God, da- get the fuck out of here, Larusso. Seriously, I-, I wanted to hug Johnny at this moment. I felt so bad for him. Now that. Ugh. Now, granted, he still took the beer. I mean, come on, he's no savage, <laughs> <laughs> sir. It is free beer. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> you are not. Okay, so I, I I did kind of chuckle at that. I was like, ha, he still kept the beer though, because like you know we've seen in the previous episodes, there's things that he was like, no, I don't want your charity. He didn't want the car repair, didn't want the money from Sid. But well, hey, free the free beer. beer. Free beer I'll take. <laughs> I mean it's the the lead. I mean you my rent's about to get doubled here. Yeah, you know what? You could use a beer in a situation like that. I or mean, a six. Yeah, I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> There's only so much rejection a guy can take. His Elvin McPherson Sports Illustrated worthless. His Nintendo is worthless. Mm-hmm. Turns out these gold plated coins that he's been holding on to for a retirement plan worthless.
0: Oh gosh. Just a reminder of all of that too. Just yeah. he's in a very bad place right now. Yes. So Daniel tells his wife, you know what he did, and she is not happy. Again, being our voice exactly. of the audience. Good. Yeah. So we knew this isn't right. She knows this isn't right, and you know uh, sh- she makes a great point. Again, the writing is awesome here. Well, the rent, you know, is going to affect the other businesses too. Exactly. And Daniel didn't even think about that. You know, he's so freaking focused on, you know, uh, hurting Cobra Kai here, hurting Johnny. He's just so hell bent on that. He's not even thinking about the people, the other people that it's going to affect.
1: Hell, what's going to happen to the, uh, homeless lady when she can't, cause I, you know, you know, damn well if they're going to raise the rent, they're going to get
0: rid of her. She is probably going to go find somewhere else because if there's no businesses there, there's no, nobody going to come by where she can panhandle. Exactly. And she's probably going to have to get into a turf war. She might have to start showing off bits to get more money somewhere Um, else. Way to go, Daniel! (laughs) Nobody wanted that. (laughs) Yeah, Johnny told you that. (laughs) So she, yeah, she continues and just mentions that he's been off since like the dojo has opened, and obviously, yeah, you know this. She, they're just you know telling us what we've already know. Mm -hmm. So Sam uh, gets a little rejection from Aisha. And then she confronts Kyler in the cafeteria about the rumors. Uh, and this is a nice scene, too, because Miguel, you know, he's liked Samantha, I think, since the second episode. So he steps up and beats up the kids, good. doing a really good job. This is a good scene.
1: It's great. And finally, I mean, there is something just so satisfying about seeing somebody who is starting out their story as meek and victimized finally being able to pull themselves up by the bootstraps and deliver a little bit of well-earned justice to those who have done them wrong. And this series is full of that.
0: What I liked about the scene is how like all the kids are filming this, which, again, that's very realistic. But how cool is it that they're actually filming a karate fight? (laughs) You know what I mean? I wish I was there so I can post it and get all the likes. (laughs) Now, I honestly was expecting... Well, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Okay. What's the follow-up, though, to this? Well, let's see. I was wondering where the teachers were, and one comes in at the very end of the fight, obviously. Uh, well, the but teacher's it def- not stupid. They don't want to get a roundhouse kicked to the face accidentally. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but it definitely gets Sam's attention. You know, she definitely takes notice of Miguel here for helping her out. Uh, but Turn- then Miguel goes... In all honesty, it turns out Johnny's right. Chicks do like karate. Yes. Okay. I'll go with you for now. I will. Yes. (laughs) Uh, The. uh, So Miguel fills Johnny in. And uh, she. Or he mentions that. um, You know the grandma. She knows about this too. Because you know he got in a fight at school. uh, But she likes you know the idea that he's actually doing this. And whatever that she won't tell Carmen. That's awesome. I think that's really awesome. I mean it would be one thing if.
1: He was the aggressor. If he was the one who was picking the fight. If. He was the one that was, you know, drenching some guy, lighting a J in the bathroom. Yeah, she should talk to his mom. But he was defending somebody who was being victimized. So
0: I think she's doing the right thing. Absolutely. And not only that, I mean, unless he uses it maliciously, I think she should be supporting him. I absolutely is. agree. Yes. Yeah. Miguel is 100% that. in the right. Mm-hmm. And so the next scene is just right outside of the dojo, I think because of... Um, Johnny being so proud of Miguel he ends up giving Miguel his gi that uh, I think he wore at some point it might have been his junior year when he was uh, you know undefeated
1: now did I think it was kind of weird that he's
0: driving around with that just happenstance in his trunk it could be something where he's so proud of it he keeps that close to the chest I feel yeah I'm proud of a lot of things I don't keep them (laughs) in my trunk yeah. Okay. That's fair. You know, maybe it could have been with the, the trophy in his closet. Exactly. A little weird plot device, but okay. No, I, I agree. But this is also where Robbie, who had just been looking, uh, on the website, probably doesn't want to live with his mom any, anymore and wants to say, Hey, you know what? Let me go check up on, on pops and let me see if this is legit, but instead sees him with another kid. Now that's another staple of a credit kid movie. Is like misunderstandings and kind of reading into much of what's going on mm-hmm. and not addressing it. So I don't, I, I, I don't know. What did you get the sense like Robbie was thinking at this point? You know, like oh, he's he's found another son. Exactly. I mean,
1: and you know what? Looking at it from the point of view of a sixteen-year-old who's gone through a lot of the stuff that he has, it's understandable. What's not understandable is Daniel doing the same damn thing. You're a fifty-year-old
0: man, Daniel. Act yeah, but. I get that, but I think Robbie had just gotten there, and my first thought would have been like, oh, that must be one of his students, and wow, they're close. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't think like, oh, he's got this other person that he, you know, is going to be like a kid to him. Well,
1: Robbie is in a vulnerable state. You know, he's okay. he's uh, somebody who is getting in trouble at school. He's not really dealing with the best home situation. So I, I think it's understandable. And you're, you're naturally emotional when you're that age anyway. And so to have all that stuff piled on, and then you go to your dad for some help, and you see him getting close to another kid about your age, it's kind of understandable why he would have that reaction.
0: Okay. I could kind of see it. I still... I'm a little on the fence with that, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. So then we get, um, kind of, kind of a somber scene, I would say. Uh, Daniel goes to visit Mr. Miyagi's grave and we, we find out that he kind of goes there pretty often. It's been a few months, but I guess he visits because there's a bonsai tree planted there, Mm -hmm. you know, so he'll come and kind of trim the trees there. So I kind of, I liked it a lot really because. I think I like the idea of Daniel kind of giving himself more of a reason to go see Mr. Miyagi, you know, not just because like they have this uh shared symbol of the bonsai tree. But it's, you know, Daniel is often lost, you know, like, you know, kind of like Luke and Yoda. Right. It, he anytime he is lost and wants to find some guidance, he'll go and just talk. To Mr. Miyagi, you know, and he'll feel better about himself. So, I like this a lot.
1: Well, I was also really happy to see how they handled the the situation with Pat Morita being, you know, unfortunately gone. Uh, and I thought that they did it
0: tastefully. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked it, but I was kind of... Well, okay, never mind. Uh, okay, I know Pat Morita uh, passed away in 2005, but on the show, Mr. Miyagi passed away in 2011, so... So that's only 7 years ago. So I, I don't know, maybe they made it 2011 to make it still kind of fresh. That, right? That that that's probably what's going on, yeah. Yeah, cuz I was thinking like why did they add, you know, uh was it 6 years or whatever cuz I, I I didn't think it was that much of a difference, but maybe um if we're looking 2011, that's 7 years ago. That's about the time I I'm assuming that's how old um samantha was you know like the flashbacks that we've seen them in the dojo and stuff yeah that's a very good point so it could be that's around the time he starts teaching her because he has just lost his sensei so i I think that's what it was and again stuff like that i probably wouldn't have thought about if we just did this in one big episode exactly yeah so it might be kind of cool that we're actually hashing them all out or at least we're going to try to before we record the big episode i do
1: like that that theory yeah. That, uh he started teaching uh, Sam as soon as Mr. Miyagi
0: passed away. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, because they bring it up in a few different episodes. And I, I think you sit there and think about it, it's very plausible. Yeah. So we get a flashback of uh, the lesson, you know, about balance. Uh, and I like this. You know, I, I like it when they use the, the, the real clips. And I feel bad because I don't know, but. Is this a clip from the movie or one of the like deleted clips that we didn't see? Because you mentioned right the the filmmakers didn't they go, uh, get like the the, the reel or something with and there's like more footage that they may be using for the show. I I thought that it was in the the original movie, but I could be wrong. Because it, I I feel like that might have been like the um, the moment where he had just given Daniel the the car right. Maybe Daniel's about to go on the date with Allie, Maybe see so. As much as I love the shows, you know, that I wasn't able to kind of place, but I could be wrong. It may be in the first movie. That's just not one that sticks out to me. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, it was nice because he just reiterates like balance isn't just for karate. For I was in the middle of like trying to pronounce it <laughs> with the accent or, you know, not the accent, karate. I'll just say karate, but uh, balance is also for a whole life. You know, that's uh, Mr. Miyagi's teachings there. So. So uh, I like that. And that's the thing with martial arts, like I feel, or a, lo- a lot of things. Uh, lessons can be applied to many things. Absolutely. Yeah. So Johnny pulls up uh, to his dojo and finds a lot of kids are lined up because the video went viral. So what better publicity or whatever, you know, than a viral video of uh, one of his students kicking ass and taking names.
1: Now, I honestly, when uh, I saw the kids recording it and putting it on uh, on the internet i was expecting it to have even more kids and even a, a wider range of students than just the surrounding area but but either way I, I thought it was a really cool way that they brought in more characters
0: my reasoning for that uh so, so you're saying that you, you're thinking that there should have been more people yes it could be that from what we're getting from the show, and again, you and I, we don't we don't know about California, perhaps Reseda is not a hood you want to go to, even if it's to go learn karate, because something may happen along the way. It's possible. Yeah, so maybe these kids are just the ones that are close enough, have the means to get there safely, perhaps, and everyone else is just like, hey, as cool as this looks... I don't know. You know what I mean? I still thought it was a good amount of kids.
1: Yeah. And I also thought it was a great makeup of who
0: his his students are. It's the kids oh. that he
1: probably would have victimized
0: when he was that age. We will get to a great line uh, later on. Uh, I don't think it's in this episode, but I definitely noted it. And it's it was one of my favorites that I immediately tweeted that out. Uh, just something that Miguel does say to, uh, to Johnny. Mm-hmm. So... Daniel is cleaning out a room and we find out that he needs to have a dojo there. And, um, it's kind of nice. I, I feel like they were trying to, you know, and I'm sure this is on Daniel too, but, um, trying to make it like Mr. Miyagi's family dojo in Okinawa. Mm-hmm. It, it looks similar. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. That, that had to have been intentional. So Robbie applies for a job at LaRusso's. And I think for those that watch a lot of TV and movies, we're like, uh oh, this isn't good. Right. So, uh, he, he lies, right? He says that he's already a graduate, uh, of high school at least. right? I think, I think he used the name of the high school that they go to. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think real quick though, but did Robbie didn't go to the same school as the other kids, right? No, no, it was okay. a different, uh, I want to say it was an entirely different town. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I just had to think about it for a sec because I know obviously Johnny. He is kind of from Reseda, even though he grew up in Encino. And I'm trying to think, where would Shannon be? You know, probably like in a neighboring town, maybe not as nice, but still. Um, so Daniel's looking at a picture of young Sam, you know, just, uh, again, he's been teaching her karate and, uh, uh, that picture is there. Kind of reminisces a little bit and kind of like how the, was it the first or second episode ends? He puts on a a bandana and then cue the Bill Conti score, which we have not yet heard uh, until this moment. No, I thought that the use of the music was very, very cool. It was cool. It was perfect. Uh, Daniel starts doing the same kata from Karate Kid Part 3 and we find out that this episode was uh, dedicated to Pat Morita. So I love the ending here. It was great. Yeah. I thought it was magnificent. The music and then the dedication, Daniel doing the kata. And I think kata just looks cool, you know? So I thought it was, uh, it ended very, very well. Um, I thought it was great that it was a dedication and it wasn't like they were trying to tease us or give us a little cliffhanger for the next episode. You know, I, I think it was nice for them to kind of pump the brakes a little bit and be like, all right let's take this in a little bit a little bill conti score a little kata and a de- you know a very nice dedication to mr miyagi yeah yeah i thought it was tastefully done and that's it for this episode i i thought it was great another great episode i think the bill conti might give this a little uh edge for being one of the better episodes cuz you know again it's uh it, it is one of the ki- uh, it's based on Credit Kit. I know it's Cobra Kai. We're going in a different direction with Johnny. But that's nostalgia, right? I host a show freaking called Postalgic <laughs> where, I, you know, this is what I talk about. So I, I loved it. They're starting to bring the feels back slowly here. Well,
1: I liked it because A, it had a, a great moment for Aisha where she's really turning a corner. And we finally got to see Kyler put in his place.
0: Absolutely. So things are changing. Yeah, uh, you know, with these characters, uh, characters are growing, uh, characters are getting more depth, and a lot of them are having more things to do. Love it. Great. Uh, very well developed. I can't say enough about the show. Here, here. Yeah, so that wraps it up for episode five. Uh obviously uh coming up we'll be doing episode six. Uh if you guys want to continue the conversations with us, there are many, many means. Uh first and foremost, if you haven't done so, please subscribe to TV8 My Brain on whatever podcasting app you have. We have a website, core tempparts.com, and also on Twitter, I'm at Podstalgic or Rip Citizen, and I have an Instagram at podstalgic uh, but also i post all the episodes i do for all of my podcasts at podstalgic and friends and tom if they want to talk to you and you know maybe your co-host too about porn tube <laughs> maybe not PornTube, tube red tube <laughs> porn hub is actually what i meant but anyway <laughs> you can talk about that there too but where can they get a hold of you uh, You can find me on Twitter at The Drunken Dork. You can also find me on Facebook
1: at Jake and Tom Conquer the Group. If you want to listen to me any number of ways, uh iTunes, TuneIn Radio, your favorite pod catchers. Uh, but I always urge the Android users out there to get that free and wonderful Couch Party app. It's available on the Google Play Store. You can
0: use it to listen to us as well as any number of other great shows. All right. And uh, again, thank you guys for supporting us and uh, checking out our coverage. And we'll see you next time. But remember... Strike first And strike hard <laughs> And show no mercy <laughs> yeah.
1: Try to be best Cause you're only a man And a man's got to learn to take it Try to be